The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him, and he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which is translated means teacher, Where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying. And they stayed with him that afternoon. It was about four that day. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So the two disciples of John follow Jesus and ask him, Where do you stay? Where do you remain? Does that strike you as an odd question to ask? I mean, imagine you were just introduced to the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Wouldn't you ask rather than say, well, how exactly are you going to take away the sins of the world? Who are you anyway? That's a, that's a tall task. Are you going to need help with that? But they didn't ask that. They asked him, where do you stay? Where do you remain? Well, obviously, well, apparently it seems that the two disciples did not read the first half of the first chapter of the Gospel of John because that's exactly where it tells you where Jesus is from, where he remains And it says there that he remains with the Father. He stays with the Father. Well, not exactly. It says that Jesus is at the bosom of the Father. That would mean that Jesus' head is pressed into the bosom of the Father. Now, why would Jesus want to press his head into the bosom of the Father? Well, that way, Jesus' ear will be only two inches from the Father's mouth. So the Son can hear everything. See, all the world is gabbing and blabbing, and there's a lot of noise, but Jesus hears everything. The whisperings, all of the divine secrets. Because Jesus has a privileged position. Because he's the Son. Now, to appreciate this position, let me give you a little illustration. So my father's fly fishing friends were sad one day because they weren't catching any fish. The fish seemed to have shut down. So my father, who's probably one of the greatest fly fishermen I have ever met, goes to the pond and and one after the other he catches around a dozen fish. So the sad fishermen are watching him and they said to him, they asked him, what are you using? 
And my father says, I'm using the white fly. So they said, oh, the white fly. So for one day, one day, all the fly fishermen are happy. Now, why just one day? Because the fish aren't stupid. They finally figured out that the white fly is fake. So that the next time my father goes to the pond, he can't use the white fly. So there he catches another dozen fish, and the the sad fly fishermen are watching him again, and they ask him, now what are you using? And he says, the purple fly. And they go, oh, the purple fly. So for one day, all the fly fishermen are happy. So now the next time that my father goes to the pond, he can't use the white fly, he can't use the purple fly, because they ruined him. Now he uses the secret fly. And the reason why it's a secret fly is because he's not going to tell anybody else what it is. Except one person. That would be me. Because I'm the son. I get privileged information. And that's why the gospel describes the relationship between Jesus and the father is that his head is in the bosom. Because it's a special place where Jesus hears all the secrets, all the divine whisperings. But then an amazing thing happens. The father tells the son, he sends the son into the world to inform us of all the whisperings, all the divine secrets. So then Jesus reveals to us important, valid, very important information. Like, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will have life eternal. That's, that's important information to have. And when Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the, and the life, whoever believes in me will have eternal life. That's pertinent information. When Jesus says, when the trials are hard and the things are rough, and there's difficulties in your life, follow me. That can be very helpful information. And it's almost as if it's we, we're the ones that have our heads pressed into the Father's bosom listening to all of the information, all of the whisperings and the secrets of the divine. So now that we know that, now we can return back to the gospel. And after the disciples, the two disciples asked the question, well, where are you? Where do you stay? Where do you remain? Which now we know. Jesus says to them, come and you will see. It's an invitation. It's an invitation for us to be in the most privileged place, the most privileged place with the Father, to be close, really close to God. So here's the question that I want to ask. How do you know you've accepted that invitation? Well, you know when you are having the most difficult day or the trials or you feel like you're lost, And those days when it's the hardest, you'll know deep inside that you're not alone. That you're close, very close to God. It's at those times that you'll feel close. That's how you'll know that you've accepted the invitation. So, make sure you accept Jesus' invitation today. And come follow Jesus and you will see.